Greater Than Zero Percent is a 501c3 nonprofit that's on a mission to share stories of organizations from around the world that are changing lives. We have weekly episodes featuring amazing nonprofits and monthly episodes interviewing top business executives. You can find us at gtzp.org on your preferred streaming or social media platforms. Thanks everybody for tuning into this episode, episode 134. Today we have Larry Jackson, who's the president and founder of Ben Jackson Foundation. Larry, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to be here, Joseph. We appreciate the uh, invitation. Yeah. So per usual, we like to get started by having our guests just share what the mission statement is. So what's the mission of Ben Jackson Foundation? Sure. The mission of the Ben Jackson Foundation, we're all about reuniting military families. So what that means is we provide financial assistance to help young people in the military uh, with their financial uh, expenses when they're traveling home on leave to see their to see their families and friends. All right. All right. And we'll, we'll get into it. But quick questions for you is why you? Why is this something that you're committing your time and, uh, and, and passions towards? Sure. Um, so the backstory on this is that this is a, a cause that's very near and dear to my heart and my family's as well. So the Ben Jackson Foundation is named after my son. He served in the Air Force uh, from 2016. He went uh, to basic training to Texas then went to Japan and was stationed in Japan, uh, very far away from home. In mm. fact, it was about a 14 hour time difference. So it was definitely hard to find time to actually talk to him when we were both awake and when we both weren't working and we could could talk. So he felt a, a little isolated, I think, at first. One day he messaged me and said, hey, dad, I would really love to come home and surprise the family. Could you help me out with a ticket? That's when I first realized, not not too too surprisingly, that a ticket from Japan to Madison, Wisconsin, which is where we're near, is about two thousand dollars. And for someone like Ben, who's just starting out in the military, that's about what they make in a month. So I was able to use some of my airline miles to help him with a ticket. So I got him a ticket from northern Japan through Tokyo, through Detroit, all the way back to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, actually, it turns out. I was on a work trip that that week and I was able to meet up with him in the Detroit airport and I arranged the flight so we could be on the same flight back from Detroit to Madison. Wow. So, um, so we got home and surprised my wife, surprised my other kids, really everybody. I was the only person that knew about it. <laughs> so in, in that week he was home, we, he saw so many different people, so many families, so many friends. We had a great visit. He went back to Japan after that, and about six weeks after getting back to Japan, he unfortunately was killed in an accident on base. And as devastating as that was, we were grateful that we had that time with him. We had a lot of people donating money to, to our family because we said, if you instead of giving flowers, donate some money to the Ben Jackson Memorial Fund. We didn't really know what we were going to do with that. My youngest son said, Ben got to come home. We should help other people like Ben do the same thing with this money. So that was the origin of it. We thought that was a perfect idea. We started out locally with a couple of uh, Matthew's friends who were going into the Navy. 
and we said, you know, hey, we want to help you whenever you're ready to come back home. We want to help you. We're, we'll commit to $500 towards a plane ticket for you to come back from this money that people donated. And from there, it, it really just grew. We tried to find other people in Wisconsin that were going into the military in high school, out of high school, mm -hmm. and, and do the same thing. So that, that was the origin story. And then we could talk about, you know, how it's grown if, if you want. But that, that was the, 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 the origins of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm extremely sorry for your loss. I know we talked about this before, but um, it, it's, it's amazing how you and your family have been able to turn this into something uh, like this, this foundation. It's, it's truly inspiring. And, uh, and, and I don't think a lot of people know about that being a barrier of current military that are enlisted seeing their families. Uh, I, I feel like the assumption is, oh, well, the military could just pay for flights back home whenever they want because that's a perk of the military or an mm -hmm. assumption. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. Yeah. No, that is, that is something a lot of people do think. And, and to some extent, there are options there, but they're just extremely limited options. So Ben could have, in theory, gotten a, a military flight from Japan that goes to Seattle that goes once a day. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is that just basically dumps him off in Seattle and then he has to get home to Wisconsin. So trying to buy a plane ticket when you have an unpredictable flight uh, on the front end there is, is very difficult, if, if not impossible. So it sounds good, but it's really it's really not a practical thing. And that's that's probably the thing that we hear the most, right, is most people think that the military will pay for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know they don't. If they're sending you somewhere, if they're telling you to go somewhere, they'll they'll pay for you to get there. But if you just want to come home on leave and and take a vacation, you're on your own. Yep, yeah. So y'all were founded in 2017. Is that roughly the time frame? 20, 2018. 2018. So Ben died in April of 2018, and then we had our 501c3 designation by the end of the year. Oh, well. Uh, since 2018, how has the organization developed and evolved over the past few years now? Well, it's really been a tale of almost two halves. Uh, there, there was a bit of a turning point in May of 2021. So prior to that point, we were really focused on people in high school going into the military from Wisconsin. And we treated this a little bit like a scholarship saying, yep. you know, a scholarship, you go to school, you, you complete your first semester, you get decent grades, then you get the money. Uh, we, we treated this the same way to say, you know, we're not going to give you a check now, but when you're through basic training, you're through your school, you get to where you're going. Then when you're ready to come back, then we'll help you and, and give you that money. Then what we found was we we had a difficult time finding people in high school that could kind of see far enough into the future to say i'm i'm really going to need this at some point and, and then apply so for i'll say the first three years of our existence two and a half three years of our existence we really had more pe more money and more donations than we had people to help yeah yeah um, so it sounded like it sounds like a good a good problem to have, but we knew that there was this tremendous need out there. We just couldn't prove it, and honestly, we had a, I think we had a hard time convincing people that were going into the military that they will need this, right? And it would be worth their while. So we we knew the need was out there, 
at, at some point we said we we need to change what we're doing because we need we know we know of this need how how do we impact more people right. so we reached out to a few connections that we had at a couple of different air force bases and said hey if you if you know 10 people that would benefit from this send them our way we put together an email send it to them here's some information here's how they can apply online yeah so we're thinking okay we could easily do 20 that's no problem what happened in in a in the space of about a few weeks is that email got forwarded around the globe probably a few times oh my god uh so we had gone from saying yes to everyone that applied up until that point which was i think a total of about let's say 75 mm -hmm. starting on may starting in may really may 10th we started getting about 100 applications every single day Jeez. we ended up with over 2000 applications in may of 2021 because people that were living the situation, they were in the military, they were far away from their families. They're like, oh, this is available. There's nothing like this. Yeah. So we just started getting flooded with applications. So we went from saying yes to every single person to now, how do we cope with 2000 applications and figure out who we can say yes to? Because we we certainly couldn't say yes to 2000. Yeah. So that that is when everything really turned and then we had to implement a process whereby we reviewed the applications, we made our selections, we had to figure out how many we could realistically do yeah. on a monthly basis, uh, et cetera. So fast forward to today, uh, today we're every month we want, if and when we hit 300 applications in a month, we turn off the, turn off the pipe, basically we, we right, right. shut it down for the month. And then we'll we'll go from there, and then usually anywhere from say ten to at ten to let's say ten to eighteen per month right now is what we can do, and that just really depends on our our fundraising. Yeah, yeah. And and how much do you usually put towards a individual's ticket? Is it a percentage of the overall cost, or is it just a dollar amount? Or it, it's yeah, it's just a dollar amount. So we don't we don't buy the ticket for them. We don't take into right. account their their cost we just say if you're traveling domestically we're gonna give you 500 dollars towards your expenses yep. uh, many times that that covers the the cost of the ticket and then you know of course there's in a, incidental travel expenses mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't for international travel it's a thousand dollars and that almost almost never covers the ticket right but right. but it's a big help yeah yeah um, and are you trying to do one time, like if you, if you serve one person, what could they reapply or do you try to get everyone at least once before even considering that? <laughs> we, we have so many people that we have to say no to. Yeah. We, we just, yeah. you, you get one, basically yeah. one chat, one shot. You can apply multiple times. We have some yeah. people yeah. that have applied as many as eight times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can apply multiple times, but yeah. uh, we, we haven't right now, I think Last I ran the the numbers, I think we could say yes to maybe four to five percent of the people that applied. So wow. we're we're a long ways away from from saying yes to everyone. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we we've interviewed a few veteran and military focused nonprofits before. They're more so in the mental health space, kind of post uh, after they're done serving in the military and. Understandably, there's there there are a lot of organizations trying to help with uh, the mental stresses associated with with serving in the military. 
Um, th this sounds like it's a, uh, I, I'm again, assuming that one of the challenges of being in the military is like missing home and missing mm -hmm. friends and family. And that itself could put a strain on just your, your overall mental health. So have, have you heard any stories of, of how people coming back who were not able to travel back and how that's impacted them? Like is, is a person <laughs> I'd love yeah. to hear some I mean, stories. Yeah, we really have uh, a lot of stories. So if you if you think about it, you put yourself in the position of someone that's just going into the military. You're say you're 18 years old. You've been around your your family and friends from wherever you live all your life, and next thing you know, you're amongst people that you've never met before, uh, somewhere across the country, and ultimately you might end up somewhere across the the world. So like Ben showed up in Japan, didn't know a single person. Yeah. So you you take somebody that's and you just basically uproot them from their support structure that they've grown up with and been able to rely on in many cases their whole life and now put them in a strange and stressful environment where they're disoriented, everything's different, they're still adjusting to the military. And yeah, they they just a lot of times they need to get back to their that support structure if even for a week or so. Yeah. And they can get time in many cases they just can't get the that they don't have the financial resources to afford the ticket. A lot of Ben's friends told him that they were jealous that he got to go home because they just couldn't afford to do that. Yeah. As far as stories go, I mean, there's really, really so many. Um, and, and we do hear that mental health is a concern and just the stress of being in that environment and, and the toll that, that it takes and being able to come back and kind of reset yourself and re remind you that you have that structure, right? A couple of, uh, I'll say a, a couple of stories that, which I think probably indirectly contribute to someone's mental health. Uh, the two stories that always stick out in my mind is one, we had a, a Marine station in Okinawa. He had had this in his back pocket for quite some time and was planning to use it over Christmas. Uh, you know, the, the, the following year, then his grandfather went into hospice care and he came back to Wisconsin and was able to visit his, his father or grandfather in hospice care. And he, and we got to, we got to meet him while he was back here. Yeah. And he told us if, if I hadn't had this, this ticket home award available to use, I, I wouldn't have been able to come back and see my grandfather before he died. Yeah. So that was a really impactful thing for us that, you know, just to know that he was able to make, some memories and have that chance to say goodbye to his grandfather that he wouldn't have been able to, to have without people supporting our, us as an organization so we could help him out. Okay. Then, then the other, the other really uh, story that sticks with me is we, there was someone that, that she grew up in the Philippines. She came to the United States specifically to enlist in the air force. So she came to the U S enlisted in the air force and then was stationed here in the U S and mm -hmm. she had not, been able to see her family, husband and children for four years. Jeez. So we were able to help her out with a ticket so she could go back home and surprise her family uh, and, and see her kids and her husband. So, I mean, she here's someone that really just wanted to give her, her children a better life. And for her, the best way to do that was come to the U S and join the military. Yeah. So, you know, stories like that just really, 
really remind us that we're impacting, uh, you know, real human beings that it really does make a difference in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, sh shifting towards the actual fundraising process. And I, and I mentioned this, I think in our intro call, it, I feel like this is a huge opportunity for folks like United and American and Southwest and all the you know international and local uh, airline providers to, 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 help <laughs> and, mm -hmm. yep. and even even those business folks that have you know millions of extra miles that will just expire right and maybe don't realize it and and, and i know there's a way to donate miles depending on your airline and it's a little choppy of a process but have i guess first question is have you ever been able to get aligned with any of these airlines or people that have extra miles and is that a, 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 a way for people to give back or is it mostly just funds that's so ideal? So we've looked into it a little bit. We haven't made any significant inroads there yet. I think each airline is a little bit different. Uh, so that's not something we can currently currently take. Um, but I will say that probably the biggest thing that would help, uh, like if people, instead of, you know, if they had miles they wanted to donate, um, it, would, it would really be, really be funds to help help buy those tickets. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that you can, and I think there's a lot of creative ways that people could do this. If, you know, let's say I have a lot of airline miles and I don't, I don't, uh, but maybe I don't have a lot of money. I've, I've heard of people basically, tra you can transfer miles to someone else Yeah, yeah. for a, for a donation. And then that person can, you know, they were going to buy a ticket anyway. They could, they could say, Hey, if you donate, I'll, I'll give you these miles for these tickets. If you donate the cost of what the ticket would be to the Ben Jackson foundation or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of a, a bit of a creative way to, to do that. And then, you know, people can put that on their social media and say, Hey, I have extra miles. If someone wants to take a trip, yep. contact me, I can, I can help you with miles and you can do this, uh, make a donation to this great cause at the same time. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so it, since 2018, have you been able to track how many uh, military personnel you guys have allowed to uh, get tickets? Mm -hmm. like the cumulative total? I'd love to hear yep. some of the totals yeah. here. <laughs> so we've, we've given out a total of, so we call them Ticket Home Awards. I think I mentioned that earlier. We've given out a total of 477 as of right now, and we've paid more than... I'm going to say more than 300 of them. So a lot of people still have them available to use in their, in their back pocket. Yep. Um, yep. And that represents about $300,000. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What, um, what are your hopes for the future? What do you plan to, to just keep scaling this, keep fundraising or yeah. Curious as to, yeah. Five I mean, in your plan. <laughs> I mean, so my, my hope for the future is to be, you know, the, in a broad sense, be able to say yes to more people. If if we took the numbers and say, let's say we get 300 applications a month, which some months we get less, some months, I, I think in June, our application shut down at 300 once we got to the 10th or 11th of June. Wow. Um, so every month is different. But if we were, if you were to say 300 applications a month for us to say yes to everybody, that's about $3 million a year that we need in, in funding. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be, that would be one goal right yep. is to get to the point where we can we can say yes to most people that apply um 
that that's probably the the biggest goal that that I would I would have. I, you yeah. know, I think that's that's definitely out there. Um, the other thing that I would I would like to be able to do once we kind of satisfy the original mission, couple. Uh, one, one thought I have is, in mo- I would say fewer people think about this, but a lot of families they have people that go to the military. When they graduate from basic training, they can come down and and be there for their graduation, mm-hmm. whether it's in Texas or California or or South Carolina, wherever it is. A lot of people who are in the military, they don't, their families can't afford to come down and see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and we, we had personal experience with that because in the air force, when Ben graduated, the tradition was that, you know, they have to, once graduation is over, they have to stand in formation. Then the family goes out to the, to see them. And, and basically they're not supposed to move until they get, you know, touched on the shoulder. Basically they call it like tapping them out. And there was a lot of people standing there that had no one to tap them out. Mm. So, you know, we were like, well, do you have, you know, do you know of anybody that we need to go like tap out so they can leave or whatever? And eventually, obviously they get to leave, but um, yeah. you know, it, it would be cool. I think someday to, to have a program where we help young people who are in the military, help their families come down and, and travel down there to see them. Cause that's yeah. a big moment in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that that's a, that one's a ways off because that's a little bit outside of our, our primary focus. But yeah, that's what I would like to do. Got it. Wow. Wow. Um, engagement. So people that are listening, what type of engagement are you looking for? Obviously, monetary donations mm-hmm. to get to that three million per year number to be able to say yes to everyone that's applying. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the kind of main type of engagement? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's one for sure. The other one I would say is just uh, follow us on social media and share share us on social media to other people. A lot of a lot of times, people will you know reshare posts that we have, and then on Facebook, for example, they'll do a birthday fundraiser for us through Facebook. So anybody listening, you know, give us give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, those are the the two big platforms that we're on. You know, share our mission, share some of the stories on. On both of those platforms, we put out stories of people that we've helped and and, and some photos of, of their time at home. So share that, tell people about us. And, we're, you know, the more people know about us, the more people will will be able to help uh, us say yes to more people. Yeah, yeah. And $500 helps a, um, somebody yep. stationed in the U.S. see their family. $1,000 helps somebody international come home and see their family. Correct. Exactly, yep. Yep. And and then the other thing I would say too, is a lot of times, depending upon who you work for, your employer will have a program where they, where if you donate money, whether it's through your paycheck withholding or, or not, they'll, they'll provide matching funds. Yeah. Um, so yep. that's another great way to, to help out as well. Yeah. No, that's a good call out actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I work for Amazon. I don't think we have it here, but I worked at Dell previously and we did have donation matching. So absolutely oh, yeah. check your HR and employer if that's possible. I know for a fact Dell is, yeah, we have somebody that gives, gives money through Dell and Dell does a great job matching that uh, every year. So. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Larry, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you want to, to bring up or, or mention uh, before you wrap up? 
the only other thing I would say is a couple things. One is that we every year we do sell. Uh, well, actually, we don't sell it, but we have a, a local vineyard that bottles a wine for us. It's called Bring Me Home. It's a it's a red red wine. So if you're interested in that, you can go to baileysrunvineyard.com and they sell that online and will ship to many states, but there are some states they can't uh, ship to. And then the other thing I would say is that uh, usually once we get into November for Veterans Day, we do a home for the holidays campaign. campaign. So that's a bit of a time where we we try to really boost our our donations in the month of November so we can fund more tickets around November, December, January, a typical holiday time frame. Right. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that's that's we covered everything. So folks that are listening, uh, please get engaged. If you have uh, the capacity to donate money, if you have a lot of airline miles that can convert those, if you have a connection with any airlines uh, that want to partner with an amazing nonprofit foundation, uh, please reach out and we'll make sure to share all the contact information and URLs and social media links here. But Larry, thank you much for your, so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And the work you're doing is, is truly amazing. And thank you for sharing your story. And um, we're, we're honored to get it out to, a, you know, to, to another audience. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. I appreciate the platform and being able to tell more people about the, uh, the young, young men and women that serve in the military. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Greater Than Zero Percent. To find more episodes or to have your organization featured on the podcast, you can find us at gtzp.org on your preferred streaming or social media platforms. Find your cause with Greater Than Zero Percent.